Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everybody. Welcome, and thank you for listening to Cat Talk Radio, the podcast where we explore the mysterious and captivating world of our feline companions. I'm Molly DeVos. And I'm Dewey Vaughn. And we're your hosts of Cat Talk Radio, here to give you information that'll help you take better care of your cat. And help you bond more with your kitty. And today we've got a great Halloween topic to delve into, all about black cats. This was a topic request sent in by Sarah Allen in the UK. Sarah Sarah, has seven black rescue cats aged 1, 3, 5, 10, and 13, and they all sleep and play really well together. It's very cool. Why don't you read us, Dewey, what um, Sarah wrote? Okay. Sarah asked, as Halloween is upon us, I just wanted to ask why black cats have such a bad press and where the myths of them becoming unlucky came from. Are there more black cats in the shelters than any other colors? And are there are they harder to rehome because everyone thinks that they're bad luck or linked to witches? It would be a great way to look through and clear their name and dispel the myths as they are just as adorable as any other color of cat. Well, that is a fantastic question, especially on Halloween and It certainly deserves some more exploration. So black cats have an interesting history, and there's really a lot to unravel here. Um, Let's start with the superstitious and myths surrounding them. The association between black cats and bad luck, as well as their connection to witches, can be traced all the way back to the Middle Ages and Europe. And during this time, black cats were often associated with witches, believed to be their companions, or even witches themselves in animal form. Woo! <laughs> now we're getting into some depth. That's right. People believe that cats, or black cats specifically, possessed magical powers, which only fueled the superstitions of everything and everyone. Unfortunately, these misconceptions led to a terrible witch hunt, which is terrible to think about, where many innocent cats and probably lives of people, especially black cats, were killed. Yeah. I think I think I still hear about that quite often in rural America that uh, there's still people that have this same superstition. I can't say that word. <laughs> it's true. It, it, it's it's very true. And I hear it, you know, it's in some cultures. I'll hear people say that, oh, we don't want a black cat. That's unlucky, you know, as they're walking through the shelter. It's a, it's a really heartbreaking story for both witches and black cats. And who knows, maybe... Maybe mysterious women are drawn to black cats. And that's a that's an interesting question. Why black cats for the women that were 
persecuted as witches, you know, because maybe they were witches. Maybe they weren't, actually. Who knows? But they were clearly different from other women in society. So it's interesting. But thank goodness, over time, these superstitions changed, right? And in some cultures, even, black cats are considered to be good luck and prosperity. You know, in Japan, they got the Nico kitty. I think it's Maneki Nico, Maneki Nico, something like that. But the but the Nico kitty, it's it, the beckoning cat, they call it. it. You've seen it. It's got a, a black cat with a raised paw. And that's supposed to bring good fortune. You know, that's a great point. And I have to look back and think about my experiences with black cats being from the country living in the dark a lot it was always scary when something jumped out that you couldn't see and black cats Mm. often were that kind of scary thing in the dark if you will because their (laughs) eyes shined and that's all you could see most of the time if it was real dark Mm -hmm. and you know other times they're they're black you can't see them you know, so you don't see any movement and all of a sudden they jump out at you or, you know, scare you from behind. So I can see where some of that might be um, a, a real experience that, you know, traverses into some sort of cultural um, problem. But, you know, it just goes to show how cultural perceptions of black cats have evolved. Mm-hmm. Now, let's address the question about black cats and shelters. While it's difficult to pinpoint exact statistics, there is some evolution or evidence to suggest that black cats may have harder time finding homes compared to cats of other colors. That's true. That's absolutely true. And certainly with all my time in shelters, I can totally attest to that. Black cats, you know, have a longer length of stay um, than cats of other colors. And I think it could be due to a variety of reasons, not only, you know, the, the myths and the, oh, it's bad luck and that kind of thing. But I, I think they're harder to see, you know, cause you look in a kennel and the kennel's kind of dark anyway, and you can't really see the details of the cat. They're certainly more difficult to photograph, you know, and we're photographing black cats. It's hard to see, anything other than black and eyes, like you were saying, in the dark, you know. But sometimes, too, we get people who just love the panthers and come specifically looking for them. So so that's good also. But they, and with dogs also, same thing. It's not just cats. Black dogs, black cats, definitely the longest length of stay in shelters. I really think, you know, From my own experience out in the country, that's where a lot of that comes from. Being in the dark, you know, and having a black animal that blends in, I think that's really where its roots come from. But I think Mm -hmm. you're right. And it's essential to remember that cats, you know, color shouldn't determine its worth or adoptability for sure. People should realize that black cats are really as loving and playful and adorable as any other color. In fact, they come in various personalities and are just as unique as their colorful counterparts. Mm-hmm. Although, you, although some people might disagree with that when it comes to orange cats like ours. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> While I like the black kitties, I 
obviously, as everybody probably knows, I'm attracted to orange and the redheads. Those are those are certainly my favorite colors. <laughs> Mine too. And I don't know why that is, but it, you know, I guess some people do have that same kind of thought, you know, like they might like all white cats or they may like all orange cats or, you know, and and right around um, you know, time in the spring and April when the bunny comes out and Easter comes around, they may like orange orange and purple kitties. <laughs> well, let's hope nobody's dying their kitty purple. <laughs> <laughs> we saw that at the Las Vegas thing. Oh, the dogs yeah. being the dogs are being colored in different colors. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And and cats probably just aren't as tolerant as all that. <laughs> right. Right. So, you know, hey, didn't you uh recently do a social media post about how black cats have better immune systems? Yes, actually I did. Black coat may have evolved actually for survival. So, and they found that that same gene that causes a cat's fur to be black also affects the cat's immunity, which is really, really interesting. And when I posted that, it it got a lot of comments and a lot of interest. People were like, wow, because this is something you can share to help these cats get adopted, right? The scientists have discovered that they have stronger immune systems and increased resistance to certain diseases such as FIV, which is feline immunodeficiency disorder, which is really important. You know, the other thing, and this is purely anecdotal, this is not scientific research, at least that that I have found, but I've noticed that, you know, cats, cat skin is pigmented. So like if you have a calico cat, with blotches of black and orange and white, and you shave that cat, the areas that are black, the skin is actually pigmented black also. So an all black cat, if you've noticed, their nose is black and the pads of their feet are black, whereas an orange colored cat typically has pink pads. They can have black and pink. And I think just like in people, those darker colored pigmented skinned cats are more oily. And so I think that's what tends to make their coats really, really shiny. And when they have more oil in their skin, they have less dander. So people that are allergic to dander on cats are going to find black, the sleek black cats, more hypoallergenic, I think, than other colors. Now, there's a good reason to adopt a black cat, potentially less vet bills. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because if they have a better immune system, then they're, you know, they're not going to get as sick as other cats. So that's, that's, that's great too. You can probably hear Pico's collar jingling in the background because we have a foster cat that I let out for the first time this morning and they're playing. So that's what that is. Anyway. <laughs> and did you know we got another, this is not only a superb topic for Halloween, but October 27th is National Black Cat Day in the United States. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, they came up with it to raise awareness about black cats and promoting adoption of, of black cats. And of course, with it being around Halloween, that all ties really well together. Are black cats a specific breed or just like dogs, mutt cats? Well, by the way, a mutt 
cat is considered a domestic short hair, but mutt is easier. And I think everybody understands what it means. It's the catch-all term DSH or domestic short hair as we see it means oh. means it's just a mixed breed, a mixed bag of cat. But I'm okay with mutts. But <laughs> so is a uh, mutt uh, the same in dogs? I mean, they call them mutts. Yeah, a mutt. A mutt, which a mixed, is a a mixed breed of of something. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, okay. I thought yeah. I got it right. But there are lots of breeds, purebred <laughs> cats that that are black, right? There's some well-known breeds, as a matter of fact, with with black coat variations, like the Bombay British Shorthair. Oriental short hair, all of those come in black combinations. And, um, and you know, that black color in the cats is usually the result of a dominant gene, but it can be combined also with other patterns. So they can be solid black, they can be black with white or black and tabby patterns, like our little foster has that, you know, that target, that marble tabby look swirl to her almost like a cinnamon swirl. She's black and and gray swirled like Pico is red and orange swirled that way. So we often see, you know, black mixed with other colors. But there's also um, tones of black. You know, there are deep, rich black colored cats and there are tinged slightly red or brown. And I really believe what you feed your cat if you have an all black cat can absolutely affect its coat color and, of course, the dryness of its skin. Because if we're feeding a dry food diet, the cat's going to be dehydrated. And its skin, just like us, when we get dehydrated, isn't going to be as moist as it is if you're feeding a, a natural diet, like what they would get in their prey, a moist cat food, which tends to make m- more moist skin which is going to make the cat a, a more of a sleeker black. And with that oil, that tends to make them a little darker black. So anyway, interesting, interesting, you know, facts. Who knew there were this many facts about black cats? <laughs> well, I want to thank you, Molly, again for a great episode. And thank you, Sarah, for a thoughtful, provoking question. And thank you all for joining us today. I'd like to invite our listeners to email any other topic ideas or questions. We love to have new stuff coming in. So Yeah, because otherwise can... we're going to do something like, would your cat eat you again? Uh, no, I don't want to do that. So please, <laughs> please send us more stuff. <laughs> and you can send that to Molly at, and that's M-O-L-L-Y, at cattalkradio.com. You know, and I, I I thought the other day, I was thinking about our podcasts and I was thinking, when are we going to, when am I going to stop doing these? When am I going to be ready to retire? And so I've kind of made a goal. I need to put the math to it that I want to do a thousand podcasts. And once we have a thousand, I'm going to call it done. And we're on 244 now. Oh, and I got to figure God. out if that's one a week. I think I think you should lower that expectation. That's... <laughs> uh, if it's one a week, I got to do the math. But I, I'm thinking that's that's like, yeah, I might not live that long. I, I have to rethink yeah, that anyway. 
<laughs> you might need to rethink that. <laughs> yeah, but topics are good. Send us topics. There's another way to send us a topic. If you go to cattalkradio.com, you can actually voice record your topic and send us send it to us. And you can help us if you, you know, we do this because we love kitties and we love you guys and we want to help you take better care of your cats. And it's an all-volunteer business. It's a nonprofit. It's a 501c3 nonprofit here in the United States. So there's another way you can help us by shopping in our store. We have all kinds of new products coming in, especially after like the show we just went to. We've got great harnesses back in stock. We've got all kinds of fun stuff, new toys, things like that. And every penny that you spend in that store goes back to the nonprofit and helps us to help shelters and help people that maybe can't afford to get the right things environmentally for their cats. So be sure to, if you if you too are concerned about cats being taken care of in their home and not surrendered to shelters, please help us help everybody else. We're going to keep doing this as long as shelter, shelter euthanasia, euthanasia is, is the, the number, number one, one death cause, in cats. cause of death in cats. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, remember be to be... Well, no, I was going to say, remember to be kind to your feline friends and keep those black cat myths at bay. And then I was going to say, happy Halloween, everyone. (laughs) Happy Halloween. And until next time, keep calm and purr on. (laughs) Yay. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? On our website, cattalkradio.com, you'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat. Toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. All proceeds support our mission, reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.